0: Where President Zelensky says a Russian bomb has hit a blood transfusion centre in the northeast, killing and injuring people there. He says rescuers are at the scene in the town of Kubyansk, saying there are, quote, dead and wounded. The reported strike has happened shortly after Ukraine says missiles hit a facility which manufactures engines and aeroplanes and helicopters in the country's west. So far, Russia hasn't publicly commented. Uh, But in a tweet, uh, Zelensky declared, this war crime alone says everything about Russian aggression, beasts that destroy everything that simply allows to live. Defeating terrorists is a matter of honour for everyone who values life. Well, here's our Ukraine correspondent, James Waterhouse. If there is accuracy to President Zelensky's claim, it appears once again a medical building has has come in harm's way. We've seen it before with a maternity hospital in the besieged city of Mariupol last year. We've seen it in a mental health hospital in Dnipro just a few months ago. This is a war that is synonymous with civilian areas, with cities being directly targeted. Now, in President Zelensky's tweet, he says this war crime alone says everything about Russian aggression. He says defeating terrorists is a matter of honour for everyone who values life. Now, this is typical rhetoric you get from President Zelensky as he tries to boost his country's morale under this sustained kind of attack. We're told there are dead and wounded, but we don't know much outside of President Zelensky's tweet. Thanks to James for that. Well, earlier I spoke to Colonel Brendan Carney, former Chief of Staff for the US Marine Corps forces in Europe, and I started by asking his thoughts on Russia's strategy here.
1: Well, it's hard to define their strategy. Uh, they are very much in a reactive mode. Uh, and I see this continuation. Uh, sadly, it's been going on now for well over a year where they are targeting these uh, medical centers, schools, places that are full of noncombatants. And according to the international law and the law of war, that's not the places you target. So it's uh I'm not sure what Putin has got up his sleeve here uh, in terms of what he thinks he's going to accomplish. But sadly, I think all it does is uh, embolden the resolve of the Ukrainian people and uh, good for them. Uh, This is an awful human being that is waging a war on the innocence that uh, I think the world has just got to be appalled
0: with. Well, let's let's switch to the Ukrainians then. What do you make of the counteroffensive so far? Well, you know, I I'm actually uh,
1: this may surprise you a little bit. I'm actually not surprised that it is moving slowly. Uh, we have to remember that from October and November of last year up until the thaw uh, that occurs in April and May in Ukraine. Uh, the Russians were essentially reinforcing their defensive positions. I would speculate, I can't prove this, but I would speculate that the minefields uh, that separate the Russian forces and the Ukrainian forces are probably the densest minefields on Earth right now. So the Ukrainians have to get through that. And it requires an engineering effort, uh, a breaching effort, as we would describe it in the West, Uh, to get through, and I'm not surprised it goes slow. And historically, remember, June 6, 1944, the Allies did not get out of Normandy for a number of weeks. It was well into August. And that's with overwhelming air superiority. And neither the Ukrainians nor the Russians have that under this current situation.
0: Well, let's talk about air power. Um, the Ukrainians decided they weren't going to wait for this uh, superiority in the air before they launched the counteroffensive. We've long listened to Zelensky tour the world and ask for it. Pilots are in training, things like that. What do you make of where we are with Ukrainian air power? Again, I'm not surprised. Uh, I think the, uh, the training pipeline for
1: pilots, especially experienced pipelines, Pilots is going to be shorter than what everybody has said they're going to be. Uh, those u- Ukrainian pipel- pilots that are in the Western pipeline right now uh, are probably doing very, very well and advancing very, very quickly. But the thing is, that if the Ukrainians had held off, say they had said, okay, let's not launch our counteroffensive as everybody's expecting in late June or early July or August, Well, what you start to run up against is Mother Nature, and that's what they are having to deal with. We're looking right now at superb weather, and it will continue uh, through the remainder of August and September, but once you start to get into October, you start to play a dance with Mother Nature in terms of when does winter start coming in, and even then, those pilots might be able to fly in new aircraft, but... What's the ground forces going to do? They're going to be they're going to be caught up in general mud, and uh, mud has no favorites, and it's just going to uh, it's just going to hold up everything that's going on in terms of the advance.
0: Well, we're going to stay with the war in Ukraine because Saudi Arabia has been hosting talks aimed at finding a solution to the war. Senior officials from some 40 countries including the U.S., China and India, have gathered there to try to find a peaceful settlement, though Russia uh, has not been invited to take part. Well, uh, let's go live now to our correspondent, Samir Hashmi, who's been uh, covering the story from Dubai for us. Samir, good to see you. So what's been happening at these talks?
2: Well, the talks uh, kicked off on Saturday, and it's been attended by the National Security Advisors and Senior Officials from 40 countries. Uh, yesterday there was a long discussion. We still don't know the details of it because no statement was released. Today is the final day of discussion. But essentially, the focus of these talks uh, is on the 10, uh, 10 point, people, uh, you know, being endorsed or espoused by uh, President Zelensky. He's hoping that he'll be able to build some kind of consensus around it. Now, remember, uh, unlike the previous uh, similar summit that took place, which was organized by Ukraine, that took place in Denmark. 15 countries attended that. But this time there are 40 countries, including those that have either adopted a neutral stance during the course of this war, countries like India uh, and Saudi Arabia, uh, and even Turkey. But you also have China participating, which is a big boon for Ukraine, the fact that China still has close ties with Moscow. So what Uh, President Zelensky and his team is hoping is that the 10-point formula they're talking about, they'll be able to agree on some of the principles which would underpin uh, the talks uh, later this year where President Zelensky wants to invite world leaders. So that's the focus of the talks uh, during the summit.
0: And just briefly, give us an idea. You don't have to go through all 10, uh, but give us some of the principles that Ukraine is bringing to the table that they'll be trying to get some agreement on.
2: The key ones being uh, Ukraine wants Russian troops to pull out completely from Ukraine. Uh, He wants uh, security for energy and food grains. And thirdly, he also wants to go back or revoke uh, the borders uh, which were uh, agreed upon uh, post-Soviet. So these are the three main conditions. Now, I think the Ukrainians and even the Western allies expect that. Uh, all the countries, especially the countries like China, India, will not agree to all those points, but hopefully they will uh, come to, uh, you know, agree upon some of them. And one of them, uh, another one which I missed out, was uh, the integrity of uh, the territorial integrity of Ukraine. That's very important to uh, President Zelensky's team. And I think that is something which most countries agree on, It's just about how do you go ahead. Remember, what he's eventually hoping is that if some of these countries agree, to the formula that has been presented, then they can kind and kind of influence Moscow, Kremlin, uh, to come to the negotiating table.
0: Okay, Samir, thanks for that.